Yeah. Hey. Hey. What's up? How much? How are you? Uh, fantastic. I'm you know, sure. that's actually how I wanted to. So we're on episode six, and I have a really important question to ask you. Yes. How was your day today? Uh, it was good. It was good. A lot of interesting uh, things. How about you? It was good. I, I learned some things. <clears throat> well, I'd say I'd learned, learned some things, but I already know everything, so it's hard to learn <laughs> when you know it all, you know. I taught, um, I taught some people. People learn things from me. You taught things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. Did you learn? Did you daily. learn anything today, though, that you didn't know before? That's a good um, question. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, right. That's not a yet. Like, okay, let me rephrase that. What did you learn today that you didn't know yesterday? Well, is that is that too deep? Uh, no, I think <clears throat> one thing kind of just became more apparent than I think it ever was, and it. You know how, like, there's things you know, but you don't realize you know until they become, like, explicitly clear. And <laughs> one of the things that became clear was um, I have this problem where <clears throat> I have a piece of clothing that I'll wear that I think isn't dirty. And yeah. um, I will hang it over this chair thinking, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have to wash it. It's not dirty. And um, I realized today that that's, like, a problem because I have, like, all my clothes are just sitting on a fucking chair. I can't sit on the chair. <laughs> None of them are clean. None of them are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, so it all piles up. Yeah. Cause like there's this hesitation. Like I only wore that for like half the day. It's not bad. Oh, well, I'm the same way. So I'm, I'm, an, I'm a firm believer that you can wear any, I, well, unless it's like a really hot day like today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today's, you know, when it's hot, this hot, you can't get away with as much. But then yeah. the, on the alternatively, when you don't wear something the whole day, and you don't, and you're like, oh, I didn't sweat in this. Then you're like, then it becomes more valuable to try to save it. There's this terrible, terrible, almost as if I like lived through the depression or some shit. Well, yeah, you also don't save... want to wash, like, you don't want to wash something that's clean. It's like, I'm trying to save money on like the most <laughs> stupid, it's like I'll blast, blast central air AC for <laughs> three months straight and have three, th- have a $3,000 electric bill. <laughs> But I'm like, but I gotta know, save. I gotta save put that the laundry detergent. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect though. For me, it's more about like, I mean, yeah, I can afford laundry detergent, and my bill is going to be more or less fifty dollars <laughs> difference. But it's more about like, it's so ingrained about waste. <clears throat> yeah, just like, I don't want to waste water and waste all this. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like this shirt was nice and thin it's it's very breathable i'm gonna like you said um i'll fold it and leave it in a nice open area and you know my closet's wide open so it's gonna air out and right i'll if it if i was a stinky mother effer that day and i didn't shower in the morning i'm gonna throw it in the basket but if it's not hell let's go day number two let's go right no dude i'm so you know what i did learn something just now i i learned that I'm not the only motherfucker that does this shit. <laughs> well, see, the difference is you like to wear layers. You wear layers all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that. And you wear, like, I'm, I'm guessing today you wore at least, at least two layers. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. I do. I think see, it's I weird can... to just have a shirt on your skin. That's just freaky. I agree. I agree. But that's why I wear an A shirt. Or what they is common ref, commonly referred to as a wife beater. That's why I can't leave the house without one of those. And those things get uh, they go they turn into rags within minutes. Yeah, two or three. <clears throat> I don't I don't even have any right now. I've worn them at times in my life, but you know, another, there's another facet of that that occurs to me too. That like why I do that, I think, and it's because there's this like glorification and romanticization of this like tragic neuropathy of like just being a shithead. Like, it's like, I'm very organized. <laughs> like I'm very organized sometimes. Like I can be like, I know if I flip a switch, I could be super organized. I know. So I like for your organizational skills. I appreciate sure. that. So, so like the, but there will be times where like, I'll like try to like, well, I want to see how other people live. And like, there's just, there's something like, yeah. it almost feels like the, uh, the alcoholic dad that wears the robe all day and is unemployed. Like there's something romantic about that, you know what I mean, in a way. So like what I'll do to try to like live 
in that a little bit. Streamlined like, almost. I won't. Yeah, I won't like. I won't put the hose away after I use it. I'll leave it all on the ground for like days just to be like, yeah, I can be a slob. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's so weird. Just to but, feel, wow, you, that, that is strange, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up. But like, I didn't realize it. That was some of the things I realized today in my basement. And, you know, one mm. of the other things, just so you know, um, let's cover this now. I saw last night where I'm sitting, there was the biggest million legger I ever saw in my entire life. In your I didn't even, uh, yeah, I didn't even know they could get this big. Like I have never, and it was a slimy yellow skin color. What did it taste like? Um, well, after we made out, I um, immediately put a piece of gum in, so I couldn't really. <laughs> See, here I was thinking you just ate it, but no, nah, we we had we basically had sex. <laughs> And that's in your basement now. I'm lying. I'm just trying to sound cool. We didn't. We didn't go all the way. Third base. <laughs> Like a million legger? Yeah. yeah. You went yeah. in between each of the million legs? Yeah. It's not hard to do when the whole body is like two inches. Yeah. yeah. One big tongue. <laughs> Millions of little legs. Oh, speaking of bugs, I have a story that uh, I was hoping you'd ask me about, but I'll just tell it. Um, oh, wait. Let me ask you. Oh, all right. We'll restart. Go ahead. Do you have a story about bugs that you'd like to tell me oh, about? Oh, yeah. So crazy. You brought it up. <clears throat> uh, today I was walking. Because uh, I care. I, can't. <laughs> I was walking down the street. I was in Northern Liberties. And uh, you remember Standard Tap? You've been there, mm-hmm. right? I was walking right by there, and I felt uh, what felt like a spider web on the back of my neck. So I quickly brushed it off. I freaked out, did a little dance. And if anybody saw it, they probably gave a little giggle. And um, yeah. I continued on my day. And unlike you, I like to wear uh, one shirt and yeah. a, an undershirt underneath, like an A shirt. Uh, the shirt was it's really thin. It's like paper thin. If I made one wrong turn and hit a doorknob, this thing would just shred. Yeah. That's just how I like my shirts. Disintegrates yeah. like cotton, melts in your mouth like cotton. For candy. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I lifted up my shirt and I cleared the, all the webs out and I probably hit, uh, two or three accounts, uh, you know, selling beer like we do and just continued on my day. And I was driving, I was coming up second street and, I felt the web again, but this time it was under my shirt. I was like, what the hell is that? So I reached under, and I felt like a tag. I was like, that's weird. I didn't think this shirt had any tags, right? (laughs) (laughs) So so then I go to one more account, and I see this this person that buys beer, and it was a good meeting, and I'm in the car, make my notes, and I start driving again. And I reach in again because I feel it, and then I said, hell no, that's not a tag, and I pull it out. It's the biggest fucking lantern fly I've ever seen in my life, dude. <laughs> oh my god! It was like it must have had a four-inch wingspan. Like I could have skipped lunch if I just ate this motherfucker. So now that's I'm, crazy. So now I'm skeeved out and I'm driving, <laughs> and I yeah. don't want to stop because you're in Northern Liberties. You got to you know pay attention to where you're going all times. Like yeah. you can't just stop. And I had to like scoop it up with the tray for my lunch and just launch it out the window, but. That was that was an awful experience, and I, I, I definitely uh-huh. I'm gonna have PTSD about it. But I'm sure that was that was a rough go. So you know what's crazy about the lantern flies is they're really not a thing out here, but they really are a thing out there, man. That's you know, as thing. as I started my story, I, I thought to myself, is it a thing out there? Have you ever seen them? Oh, well, I've seen them when I was out your way, and okay, they were a serious everywhere. problem. I've seen them here, but remember, they are not like remember Coventry where yes. we went. Coventry Pub, yeah. Yeah, remember that? Uh, I don't. I used to drive my white blazer up there when I was a Mueller rep, and I could be parked there for thirty minutes. And I came out, and they would be covered. They would be covering my car everywhere from the front to the back. They're so slow. I don't know how they did it. They're big I, animal. They're big bugs too. They're yeah, like and the they're biggest. Dumb. They're so fucking they dumb. They are. We have stink bugs out here, but. You know, I even noticed moving from the city to the suburbs, there's a different kind of bugs, you know? like Oh, for sure. It's mostly the same, but, like, there's a lot more of everything out here. Like, I live kind of in the woods almost, and um, <clears throat> I like that part about it, but I don't like that there's all these extra bugs. So I put down um, those rat traps that are just glue mm. and um, just for the bugs. And, dude, it, within – Within two or three days in my basement, I, it's covered. Like, there's no more glue left for a bug to walk on because there's so many corpses stuck to it. No shit. And I have, dude, I have two dehumidifiers. You have a cat? Um, 
No, no, I don't. Yeah, cat, um, I'm allergic, I think. Or at least I was when I was a kid. I think I'm actually not anymore. Yeah, me too. No, I'm severely allergic. Can't do it. That sucks. That I don't mind bugs. Yeah. Though. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind certain bugs, but like, I don't care about ants, although that usually means there's an infestation. I don't care about mm. beetle. Beetles don't bother me. I could pick a beetle up and throw it back outside. Straight up. Um, even those lantern fries, they're just, they're gross because they're like, they're like uh, chalky and like they're they're clammy when you touch them. But you know, yeah, I, can, just... I can I can deal with them. And then you they smash real easy too. They smash sure. like fucking. They don't even move. They're like warm butter. You know I'm what I mean? But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the one the one bug that gets me even spiders. You know, eight out of ten spiders don't bother. There's a few that are freaky. You know, when you can see their eyes, all the yeah, eyes fuck all that, that, dude. that shit gets. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the silverfish man or, or million likers as most people call them that yeah i just can't fuck with and i'll be like half asleep nope. half fucked up down in this basement and i'll see one run across and it's fucking dude it's they're they're so big the one the other day ripped the remote out of my hand and changed the channel <laughs> what do you put on fucking a rerun of cops like dude you <laughs> oh shit what do you live in a basement dude you don't know this show's like done that show's fire, though. I don't know. I might, might, might have to go hang out with some bugs up in Pittsburgh. Oh, it's fucked up. Yeah, you know you know, you got a bug problem when the fucking bug takes the remote out of your hand and changes yeah. the channel. Right. And then, like, and actually puts on a good show, and you're like, maybe this bug and I can get along. Yeah, I mean, know. I went back and forth. and Today I was at a, uh, uh, really quick, I was at a, uh, uh, a beer garden. I sent you pictures. Uh, yeah. And an ant had crawled onto my left hand, and I was, uh, you know, scratching my mustache as I normally do. He crawled onto my lip, and my girlfriend watched as I ingested this ant nice. off the fucking picnic table. Well, bugs are healthy, supposedly. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't care. Supposedly, that could be like the future source of protein for humans crickets, as, as our population. Uh, it already- crickets per pound are more dense in protein than cows or any other form of meat yeah there's already you can get like um that powder milkshake powder for them or what's that oh, called? straight up the, the the shit the muscle head people drink protein shakes yeah there's cricket protein shakes yeah i'm in mm-hmm. we, we used to uh deliver this grocery store on 12th street called mom's and they sell bags of crickets and yeah. i used to buy a bag of crickets and make every helper eat them with me and if they didn't i knew they were a punk yeah, it was, was time, a test. To, time to kick them the fuck out. And then I'd play Rock Lobster on the way home, and if they didn't bob their head, I knew they were also a, a double punk. Yeah, dude, that's... Crickets gotta, and Rock Lobster, yeah. If they, didn't, if they didn't eat the crickets and then the lo- Rock Lobster started winding up, like, and they still aren't <laughs> bobbing their head, do you, like, you just kick them the fuck out? Yeah, get this guy a new job. Get the fuck out of here. All right, so I want to get into what we actually plan to talk about, if that's mm-hmm. cool with you. Mm-hmm. That's all right with you? Yeah. So I have some music to go along with. You know it? No, but it sounds like it's from the 90s. You don't know it yet? No. That's the theme song of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, okay. You didn't watch that show? No, I was watching Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, I watched that too. That's also a good show. Yeah, that was a classic. But, uh, oh, yeah. But with Unsolved Mysteries, the reason I love that is because my grandfather, this is a personal story. We do have some mysterious shit to talk about, but he used to watch Jeopardy, and we couldn't look at the TV. I mean, we, we, we couldn't watch with him because it was so boring. But then after Jeopardy, Unsolved Mysteries came on, and that was the only thing we actually agreed on. So my best memories are sitting there with the old man his name was charles williams and yeah when, when i heard this song come and i knew some shit yeah. yeah he let me watch there's like stories about rape and murder and stuff and i'm just tuned in anyway mm. i wanted I to have, talk i have a lot of memories tied to music like that when i was to go to digress one more time um yeah. i have a memory where bedtime i would go to bed and we were in this little apartment and um this is before you know everything got all maximized commercialized and there was this big long intro guitar intro to uh law the original law and order 
you know, like oh, with, with the guitar solo and so they don't even play that anymore. It's like they play like no. a speeded up ten seconds of it to sell you more fucking cherry cherries or whatever the fuck they sell you. And um yeah. and I remember going to bed and to this day when I hear that song, yeah, that's it, dude. I'm thinking it's like, oh, it's bedtime. Oh, that was time for you to go to bed. I was already in bed. Like they had already jammed us into our room and um Did you I, hear that bass? Oh hear fuck yeah. Slap? Yeah, we had a big box Sony TV. Sony always had the best old school TVs, you know? Oh, yeah. Those, those speakers were And, deep, and we never had cable. Well, this, this was the first time we had cable when we moved into this house. And, uh, you know, we had a nice TV for the time. Yeah. And uh, a little, it was a white particle board entertainment center. You know, those big, yeah. a, a ridiculous entertainment center. I kind of miss those. Mm. Now it's all reductionist and it's just like a Oh, yeah. well, with, with our, with our, um, well, what do you can just keep talking about TVs? I'll bring it back. But with our yeah. TV at, at my grandfather's house, it was one of those sets that like was meant to look like, um, basically like a dresser and it just sits on the ground yes. and, the, and the speakers are built into it that are, are side by side. And those speakers, man, I'm telling you, they, they still don't make them like they used to. Those no, they don't. Bumped. Yeah, they had, a, they had a lot of good range. I mean, still, yeah. you know, audio oh, yeah. audio files and shit, they still get old. Oh, dude, you, you I've get... been looking for RCA speakers for my record player for weeks now. It's just sitting there, and I can't find them. Damn, yeah. Because you... I don't want to put any Bluetooth, like, digital shit yeah. in RCA. Yeah, you want to keep it that textile manual. Exactly. Analog. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, All right, so I, I wanted to get back into what we were talking about, so or what we started talking well, about. Well, here, we can transition it. We can make a yeah. transition. So when I was a kid also, every Friday we had a choice as kids to watch either. <laughs> it was either the Rugrats or X-Files. And I'm in like. Oh, fuck I'm yeah. In, I'm in like kindergarten, and then we always had to decide. No, it was, I think it was three shows. It was Rugrats, Simpsons, or X-Files. Oh. And we would always, pretty much always choose X-Files. Sometimes we'd switch it up, but. Um, yeah, dude, mad memories about that show. Dude, what a great show. And yeah, it holds this, up. This it holds trip. up, too. Like, it, you know, the technology is outdated and stuff, but, like, the whole idea of... You know, my favorite episodes, too, I don't know about you, but were the self-sustaining episodes. Like, I didn't really care about... You the storyline? Yeah, I didn't care about the overall yeah. story. Well, yeah, it was different myths they, and different uh, there was like a and... big Yeah, there was, like, a big thing they were trying to crack, and then... You know, one of them was sent to work with the other one because they were on the outs or some shit. And, oh, yeah. Um, I didn't I'm care in, about dude. it. Dude, I didn't care. I, I still like it. It's still good. But my favorite shows are the ones that you, you don't know what season. It doesn't Stand matter alone. what season. Yeah, standalone. There was yep. this one that was um, was actually the guy from Breaking Bad. He was His wife had this. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. She had that, that thing in her head, and he had to drive fast for it to go away. And then he, re- he drove all the way to the shore, and the police are chasing him and shit, and then her head popped. And then he got yeah. it. And uh, God damn, is that a fucking good episode. That's was, awesome, dude. It was a great episode. And there was this other one where <laughs> this monster would come get you if your power went out. Like, if a, do you remember that? Oh, no, my but that's phenomenal. God. That, and you want to talk about, like, a visceral feeling of yeah. fear. Because that's relatable. We were, and you're, and, and you're a kid. You're like, oh, my sh- in, oh fuck, the power's out. The monster's coming. Yeah, dude, I'm in, like, kindergarten, and I'm fucking... I oh, think, I'm showing my kids that, dude. Fuck I yeah. think that I think that show. Well, actually, you know what? It wasn't even that show. One of the nights we chose The Simpsons. It was in the summer when the sun doesn't go down till like nine o'clock. Mm. There was this episode of The Simpsons where this meteor is coming and it's going to kill everybody. Mm. And that more so than any X Files episode. There was one X Files moment that's freaked me out that I'll never forget. But there was a there were there were two. There was remember when the hands were coming out of people's chests. In X Files? Yes, there was an episode where dude, I got a hand would just burst out of people's chest and then they'd die and then they'd wrap them up and you'd see them wrapped up in this thing and the hand was still stiff and protruding oh out. Oh my god, no, you don't I don't remember, remember that. that. Oh, I fuck gotta, that. I gotta just watch these. Oh, it, it, it's great. It's, I mean, I, yeah. I don't care about the soap opera aspect of it, like I said, but dude, it's still. Yeah. But the, so, like, there was this one thing where this guy knew about the monster or whatever when the power went out and mm. his power went out and he, like, ran outside and turned it back on real quick. He's like, and the monster's coming to get him. He's like, no. But I turned my power back on. The monster came and got him. No shit. Oh, dude, it is just there. That you know, I think that uh, people always say like, oh, uh, you know, nothing has really, you know, as the uh, AI or whatever the fuck it's called, computer graphics have gotten better. 
they've leaned on that and then the oh, storyline yeah. has suffered you know for you know for the most part in pop popular culture it's kind of true mm-hmm. like in tv shows and movies but if you look there's stuff and i don't know that, I, mean, I, I have to say that because that was still the 90s that was like the last real decade oh, of, yeah. of character and there was like that's the last time in history where Everybody was kind of on the same page, and there wasn't actual pop culture. I don't think that yeah, there's it a actually pop required culture. raw talent. Not well, like, yeah, okay, you know, yes, but what I also mean, to, what I also mean to say is that like if something was of a higher brow like that, like the Twilight Zone, right? That's the oh my god, that's Amazing. the best. That's the best. Like that that show doesn't. You don't need to watch it in HD. You don't need to watch it in 3D. You don't need to anything. Yeah. It's just the story. Imagine and, um, if you will. Dude, there's so many great ones. How about the airplane? Well, the best one is uh, Will Shatter. There's something on the, on the wing. Some yeah. thing. <laughs> but there's another one, good one too, that where the guy, uh, he, he, another famous actor that was really young. He fell asleep. He hated everybody. He didn't get along with anybody. He's so curmudgeon. And he liked reading. And he fell asleep and he woke up and there was like a nuclear holocaust in the whole world. He was the last person left on Earth. And he was so happy. He was like, now I can just read all oh, my books. Oh, I heard, I remember, and, dude, I heard about he, that. I forget. At the very end of the episode, he's like so excited. He's like at the library and he trips on some steps and his glasses break. That's right. He's like, no. He said, but there was time. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so good. But like, you know, they still had, that was a good like convergence of some technology and still a good storyline. That's like Black Mirror nowadays. Well, that's what I was going to say nowadays. But see, here's the difference is there was, there was like 13, 34 different channels. And that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. The whole world had to watch. And now everybody can just go into their own little lane. So if you want to be a fucking sure. idiot and be a dumbass, brain dead dumbass, you can be. And you can never be exposed to something of real substance. Yeah. But back then, because there was limited options, you know, we all experienced the same stuff. So we, everybody, even the stupid people, got to see the, you know, moments of, of, in, of intelligence. Now, if you're stupid, you just watch dumb shit. And there is good stuff out there. Right. But, you know, it's not, it's, not, it's not in the pop culture. Yeah. There is no pop I feel like there's no pop culture. I feel like that's one of the big reasons why people are so divided we can, nowadays. We can get into that. I wanted to get into the topic at hand, which... Mm-hmm. I think we both have pretty strong opinions about it. I meant, to, I meant to transition into that, and I feel like oh, we kind of were... did by talking about the X-Files. Yeah, but, and, like, yeah. that was, Jeez. you know, it, so I think, you know, my whole trajectory as far, as far as, like, interest in UFOs and stuff like that, and we're, what, 23 minutes in before anybody even said the word UFO. And, um, <laughs> well, that is, well, we should say that that was what we agreed to talk about. But I don't yeah. mind. No, Shit. I don't mind either. I thought I think we'd be the, like scrambling for this, but no, the best conversations are always the ones that are just, yeah. just, just spontaneous. And I enjoy this conversation so far. So mm-hmm. I, I think, and this will, you know, you have to develop the character a little bit, right? You know, yeah. just part of the storyline of the, of the whole entertainment world is like, you know, if a character, you, if you kill a character <clears> off, <throat> it doesn't mean anything. But if you develop and have be, begin to have a relationship and relatability with the character. And then something happens. Bam. Then you're then it's better. You know, it's more enhanced. Yeah. It's more fucked up when they right, well, die or some shit. So, so like I'm telling you my story about my life and shit. And now yeah. people are like, oh, all these millions of listeners are like, oh wow, Ryan, all this stuff when he was a kid, blah blah. So like my <laughs> now you're interest, relatable. Right. My interest in UFOs was probably started there, and I had a deep, deep interest in it for a long time growing up. Let me, let me tell you a a small story. I did make some notes because I wanted to see if you knew about this. So uh, I'm sure you've been hearing about these UFOs that were caught on tape and the Pentagon is like the Tic Tac and now there's funding and there's research going into it. Yes. And they're like, so, so just to anybody who is listening, just so they know the Pentagon said, yes, these things we don't understand. uh, But people like, me, we have more questions. They, they admit, yeah, we don't know what they are. And recently they admitted, we do have things that were not made from this world. That's what they say. Right. Uh, the, the things that were flying were like three years ago, just got brought back up in 2020. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying that they own property. They have, they have the possession of property of stuff that was not made in this world. But with that being said, I wanted to tell you a story about Commodore David Fravor. Yes, I'm aware of him. Um, he is a commander. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Did I say Commodore? 
Whoops. Yes, that's okay. Yeah. We're Commander fresh now. David for It's okay. Oh, we um, baby, the we got to be. Look, we have a wide audience that has, mm-hmm. and we got to be related. We have to market ourselves at least a little bit to those. Yeah, and throw then, a bone out to those guys. Then we don't have listen. to. Then we don't have to pay our translator as much for one word. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they work usually for free just because of the uh, high high visibility <laughs> of our podcast, and they just want the um they want the let associ- us help the you. association yeah we're we're helping them exactly so, so but- here's the thing about uh commodore uh david fravor it's captain uh so <laughs> we we know that he did i mean he, he's claimed to see something he can't explain now yes. the the first thing i want to say is that like the majority of ufo stories of you know visiting earth and with with no with nothing but uh, eyewitness testimony. Uh, the average person that you're going to hear from, not the average person that has seen them, but the ones you hear from, all tend to be a little on the fucking berserk side, like out of control, out of their uh, mind. Uh, uh, go on. Right? So then you have to imagine that eyewitness testimony by that point is very unfounded. You can't make eh. an opinion out of that. So. Yeah. Memory is a, a slippery thing, even right. for the best people. Like it's you know scientifically proven that like every time, you know, every time you pick up a memory, you put it back a little bit different. So usually, mm-hmm. actually, you're from oh, what yeah. I understand, you are you your memory of things becomes distorted. Actually, the more you right. recall it, because you're picking it up, you're actually remembering your previous memory of that memory. Yeah, so, and then and then imagine that all you know you have your memory. It started as something small. And then you told a friend who said, "Well, wow, that's crazy." Then you tell another friend. Then next thing you know, the newspaper is coming to interview you. Of course, you're going to tell this awesome story. But if you're smart, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but with that being said, so I'm trying to uh, get some kind of semblance of the people that see UFOs are the people that we hear about, who also happen to be the crazy ones, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The common UFO enthusiast would look at that in the broad spectrum and say, everyone who sees UFOs is crazy. Pretty they much. must not be reputable. I like to say there's probably 98% of it is bullshit. Yeah. But. But. Like, but the, yeah. But then there's the people like Captain David Fravor. Yeah. Right. This guy is on record as a decorated cap, uh, captain. Yes. He's, I heard him speaking. He's legit. Out of six, he's legit. Out of 6,000 people. Uh in the branch he was working in, he was number 20 in command. This is not like, you know, I don't know, Elroy down the street who saw a hovering craft coming and he took my kid and I tell you what and this and that. He's a a captain who's like, I have nothing to lose. I have 24 years before I saw this and here's what I had to see. And for, for that reason alone, credibility goes through the roof. Yeah, there's a lot of other reasons why it does, especially in his. Well, that cap, uh, that's what captured the attention of the pen, of the uh, Pentagon, right? Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: you know what year that happened? This video we're talking about last year. I'll preface that. No, this happened in November of 2004, which means Commander Fraser ha- sighting. Yeah, it had it. It had to have been. Well, let me double check that. No, you're right. I think you're right. Now that I think about that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, if anybody's, if I'm wrong, please email me. You know, you I'm know, sure we'll hear people. about it. The millions of replies that we get on Twitter, yeah, that you can yeah. barely even read through. But go on. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell the story of the sightings. It was in San Diego. They were doing uh, just routine uh, tests. I believe they were trying to see if they could uh, like approach them from a certain angle and see them. I don't know. I'm not going to even pretend to know. So this like that the Atl- or the uh, Pacific Ocean, right? Yes, right up, yeah, Pacific. right off San Diego. Yep. So, uh, so Captain David Fravor gets there, and uh, they brief him. And they say, "Yeah, there's there's been things floating out there for about two weeks." And initially, he's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" They say, "There's these things that we track that go from eighty to two thousand feet in under a second. We don't know what they are, but if you see one, uh, you know, report it." Mm-hmm. And initially, when I heard that, I'm like. <sighs> What the fuck? So this is one dude who's told this story already. Mm-hmm. Who knows what shit they've well, seen? Here, they're just like, yeah, if you just see and it. And here's, here's what the Pentagon says about that, about that program that is actually in, you know, researching UFOs, is that they say 
yeah, we believe that there are UFOs. And, you know, just on the surface of what that means to break it down is an unidentified flying object, right? So they don't know. That could be the North Korea. That could be Russia. Well, they could, that's what yeah. they're saying. We, we're not saying we necessarily think it's a, an alien from an outer space. So but we don't know what it is. It is of concern. This is technology that if our enemies have, that this could pose a serious issue. So, yeah, that's what's in my notes as well. It's that uh, this, you know, the people who are in investigating this aren't convinced it's from another planet or out of this and world. That's fine. I mean, some reports say this. Yep. But imagine if it wasn't. Imagine if a country had technology well, you know, to do what this did. It's ironic because that's scary. It is scary. It is more horrifying. It is scarier. And there's a lot of, so there's other theory I want to throw out there, but in a second. But, it's uh, it's ironic. I think of my grandma. She, uh, you know, you're a kid, you lose stuff, especially because of my grandma's house. She was kind of a pack rat, and she just had shit everywhere. So I'd lose toys or whatever, lose something, and she had this thing. She would always say, you know, oh, I can't, I can't find it. And she said, you'll find it when you're looking for something else. Mm. So that's exactly kind of like on a larger scale. It's what's happening, and I think. One of the theories that like, I kind of think we, I don't know, I don't want to talk about like what it could be. I like talking, let's, that should be a different part of this discussion. I think first we should just kind of discuss oh, the well, sightings also, and stuff. Because that's the juicy part, right? You know, the juicy part is yeah. contemplating what it could be. But it's, you know, give it, if you give it that um, build up and we talk about the sightings and, and what people have seen and make it right. convincing, <clears throat> then to really contemplate it, then it's really fucking serious yeah. you know what i mean so yeah i'll definitely so, want to talk about uh, the sightings the, the sighting he had yeah. off the coast of san diego san diego mm-hmm. was just one sighting that he had and he recorded it. and that that um there's a really cool part on the joe rogan episode where he's being interviewed but you, he tells you every detail mm-hmm. about what they're looking at and to us it looks like a dot moving across the screen mm-hmm. and he points at numbers and says this is out of this world. Like these speeds aren't normal. Yeah, I was like, first off, it was actively jamming radar. Second oh, yeah, off, yeah, yeah. and it, well, that, that's a different part of it. But they said that's an active war. But the way that it moves, correct, and that's why it's taken seriously. But one of the mm-hmm. other ways that he was saying was like just the way it moved. Its propulsion system is just so, yeah, unorthodox. It's just so so, so much far superior to anything that we're aware of as far as like moving things through through space. And it actually kind of ties into if you want to talk about Joe Rogan, he had um. He had Bob Lazar on, and he, oh, I was just gonna bring him. And, up, and well, dude. and he—he's just—he continues to be vindicated thirty fucking years after <laughs> him going public, and it's just like, and he, wow. And he just had another episode like last year around this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, the, uh, uh, Jeremy Corbell and um, the other um, journalist. There were two journalists yeah. um, that so, were talking so about. Here's, good. So we. We both watched uh, Bob the Bob Lazar documentary. Yes, or documentary. Yes, uh, that was actually love... Jeremy Corbell. Just so people know, it's that that you know, all the listeners. He he was that, the yeah, yeah he, he that was his documentary, which is fucking amazing and, and really now, fascinating. I, I did watch it, and here's some fundamental like arguments I have against Bob Lazar. Mm-hmm. If I just have to play the devil's advocate, mm-hmm. okay? He claims over and over and over again that his number one thing is, I don't want to be famous. Like, I don't want this and that. I don't want, I just want to tell my story, right? And you have to accept the fact that that is total bullshit. Because if, if you knew what you knew and somebody reached out to you, you'd be like, no, I'm good. According to what he's saying, he didn't want to be famous. And he'd just be like, no, I'm good. He doesn't do that. Not only does he do this really good documentary, which by the end seems a lot more kooky than it did in the beginning. Um, but then you're going to go on a, like a tour with, I don't know. He's an interesting person, but uh, there, there's, it's a loaded thing, man. There's so much to it. But once again, there is just, there is, I left it thinking like there is definitely, it's definitely possible, man. I, right. I, well, that's the thing. So I watched it. I was like, this dude's a nut. Mm-hmm. And then I'm listening to, and I'm watching the videos of, you know, that the Pentagon released and, those things are flying just as he said they would. What? What? He, as he said they would. Yeah. Decades, like gra- like, decades yeah. ago, with the propulsion, and, and you know the other weird part. Fuck. The weirdest part about the Commander Fravor thing is where he said that it 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 made a movement that just um, intuitively he was led to believe that it was like it noticed me, and then it disappeared. 
Yeah, well, because he did drop down. So as the story goes, he uh, he saw it, and then he said to the other plane that was uh, next to him, he said, I'm going down. You keep your view of it, but I got to go down and see what it is. And uh, within he was within 2,000 feet of it and, it, and it changed its trajectory and started coming right at him. Yes. And then before he knew it, it just vanished. Right. As it changes trajectory, there's this point where he says almost like a do- how a dog perks up its ears when it Here's the treat box, kind of. That's how he described it's doing its thing, move bopping around, up and down, and this shit. Yeah. And um, and then it does this thing where it's like, you know, a dog kind of turns its head and its ears perk up. He said yeah. it was akin to that, and then it starts flying towards him and disappears. Man. Dude, and what's so crazy? And I'll go back to the first point: is that like, this isn't. Uh, I mean, this is an actual commander. It's a reputable yes. person. Yeah. Yeah. He he. He did 24 years before that. He did years after that. Mm-hmm. And when I hear these stories, this is when I'm like, all right, I always questioned it. I never fully doubted it. You know, to quote X-Files, I want to believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now with this release and with uh, what, the, what the Pentagon is now calling uh, like actual possession of UFO materials that are about to be released. Meta materials. Is that what it was? Yeah, but it's that's just what they're calling it. They're just making up a name. Then that makes me think, I'm glad I held on to that little belief because out of all the weird stuff, and you know I'm a big fan of folklore and mm-hmm. ghosts and all that, I never, I never really fully believed it didn't. I mean, I, well, with UFOs, I never gave it up. And now I'm even more into it, like just like a a 10 year old. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it kind of came back all around for me because I kind of went through the whole thing. And, they know, just to kind of give you an idea, like my interest peaked at like when uh, the History Channel came out that UFOs in the Bible or whatever the fuck. um, Yeah. That uh, was when I had peak. Ancient aliens. Yeah, that's when I had peak interest. And it just kind of subsided. I don't know. Life happens. Oh, so it's, it's. Somewhat recently. Yeah. Relative. I mean, I, that, that show's 15 years old, right? It's got to be, yeah. you know. What, X-Files? That's oh, tw- no, uh, 20... no, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, Ancient Aliens. Oh, you're probably That's right. A problem. I'm going to guess, like, yeah, it's 15 years old. But, but I remember um, being in marine biology and uh, hearing about evolution and hearing that um, how our bodies change mm-hmm. uh, according to our environment. And my first thought of like that actual aliens most likely do exist in the realm of how we explain them is uh, so you look at the way the earth is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sun is going to get further away. We're going to get less natural light because we probably have to go underground and underground. It's really dark. So we're not going to be able to see unless we have really big eyes. Mm-hmm. So, what what does that make? It makes well, it's, uh, uh, and it's more than that. Like, if you look if, if you look at like the difference between us, if you believe evolution, monkeys and us, the bit the leap between that is the same as the leap between like okay, no hair. They have even less muscle structure. Yeah. You know, we have woof, dude. The strongest human is a bag of meat compared you know compared to a, <laughs> it's true. a monkey. Your average chimp, yeah. And um, you know, like I think, you know, we're both fucking bald. Maybe we're the most like bald people might be the most evolved sure. human beings. Did you ever think that? You know, because yeah, why else way, nobody else knows nobody knows why you go bald. You know what I mean? So, well nobody else knows why you really have hair either way. So that's Well but you can to... point to the animals before us that had in our evolution that had more hair. And we're lo- yeah, and we're, and perhaps bald stayed warm. Perhaps male pattern baldness is the very initial steps of evolving into the next. You know, because what do we need this hair for? Oh, we're good then. Yeah, we're yeah, good. right. That's what I mean. We're the most yeah. evolved humans out there. <laughs> Shit, dude, I was when, bald by like twenty seven or something. So twenty. Uh, I was, dude. I was bald if I was eighteen. Get out of here. Oh, I had. I woke up and there was hair as my pillow when I was eighteen years old. Damn. I'm, I was fucked. Anyway, Super evolved. Let me. <laughs> so I wanted to continue my thoughts. So all these things happen. The sun, uh, you know, we're not getting as much sunlight as we should. Yeah. It's global warming. We all have to go underground. What kind of person would live underground in the dark and be able to survive? You're going to be a, a short, light-skinned person with big eyes, right? That's in the future. Mm-hmm. So I always say. 
in the future, they could also come up with time travel. What if they travel back in time and travel like regular human, like regular things and just observe mm-hmm. us to see how they can fit in and the right person can fit in. I mean, if we're going to go down, that. if we're going to go down that road, I think you're, I think there is some truth to what you're saying. There's definitely a possibility because if you have, um, if you look at the more, like, like I said, like no muscle features, which have these little tiny slits as mouths and they don't, you know, they're not really on the, yeah. there's no real sightings where they're talking that much. And, yeah. you know, talk, people talk about like the Neuralink shit, you know, where you yeah. can put a thing, put a chip in your brain. And, you know, there's already talk about being able to communicate without spoken language. And, you know, we kind of already do in a little bit. Like we're, we're kind of cyborg oh, in yeah. a way. You ever, you ever walk into an account and you could read by the body language that uh, they're not going to buy any beer? Well, yeah. Yes. But I, I mean, not we're from like aliens, the social, dude. not from those social body language cues, but more from... Oh. The technology um, oh, communication and and yeah, maybe they're integrated with technology so that the limits of yeah. of our evolution where that cliff stops is where the um, technology picks up and accelerates the evolution in certain directions because yeah. um, then at that point now you have this I don't know you have this like uh, you know this curve that you can graph of evolution and and also technology is kind of a similar thing and technology would just accelerate evolution in some certain weird you know direction at that point imagine you know shit dude look at we're, we've only been industrial for like 200 years less than mm. 200 years what are, where are we going to be let's if, you know if we don't blow ourselves up where's technology going to be in a thousand years a hundred years dude a million years like imagine where dude, it would be in a million 10 years. years yeah i mean even that yeah so <laughs> but but take you know try to go through the mental experiment of thinking about what kind of yeah. technology we would have in a million years like the yeah. limits are endless and you know as, as far as like hearing bob lazar explain how that worked and him he was trying you know for people that don't know he's trying to reverse engineer some craft mm. spacecraft that it, it affects gravity yeah right? it was able to manipulate gravity so that it could move uh in what we perceive uh outside of their gra- outside of their gravity ma- ma- manipulation as a really fast starting around and yeah um and that kind of shit. And like, you know, if you told somebody from 200 years ago, if you brought an iPhone into the 1820s, yeah. they, they'd probably call you a witch, you know, like it's witch. Oh, I, I think about it all the time. So, I mean, it's not, it's not far fetched to think that that's, that's the progression, you know, that's the trajectory. But also, so yeah. So back into what I was saying about what I used to think when I was in marine, marine biology, but mm-hmm. uh, what is more likely a scenario that, Creatures traveled uh, millions of light years to see us, or that in the future, which we don't know about, they found a way to travel back in time and just check us out. What is more likely? I think it's freaking time travel, dude. I, I think that given the amount of time to it's it's a plausible theory, but I, I think that's possible. But I also think what's is possible is, you know, we can't we can't understand the same way an ant doesn't understand the fucking nuclear reactor is the same way that we don't understand how something, you know, mathematically speaking, you know, it's already been determined statistically, like, you know, as big as the universe is that we know about and the millions of billions of galaxies that we know about, that there is some, something evolved somewhere out there. So if they did, if they got a million years on us somehow, I don't put it past them to be to have figured that out and to be able to travel right. that far of a distance. So I think it could be either one. It could be both. And it could be another thing too. It could be, you know, <clears throat> we evolved and we things like, you know, color. You know, where being able to see color comes from originally is fruit. You know, the animals that could spot the fruit quickest were the ones Ooh. that, you know, got the so fruit. the better eyes. So yeah, well that's where color that's where color that's why color has meaning to human human eyes. You know, it evolved mm-hmm. from fruit. And um, you know, from food that you know, early bird gets the worm and you know the visible yeah. the better eye gets the fucking fruit. So that's why we see color and but that's based on a that's based on what we evolved the need, which is kinda of, you know, I think kind of just arbitrary how things just shook up. We're just some weird mold that's gonna you know statistically it's gonna have we are we were a statistical and inevitability because of how because of the size of space there was there had to be some weird crazy shit 
you know, oh, ha- somewhere out there. <clears throat> and we, we happen to be one of the weird, crazy things. But what's the chances that we're the craziest thing? Unlikely. But so here's what I'm saying. Well, too. The, you know, the, it's kind of like the um, it's kind of like the Fermi paradox. Have you heard of that? Yes. That's isn't that mean that there's definitely out there. There's definitely something. Well, yeah, there has to be. But y- yes. Um, so because we we put it in terms of if Statistics. they've seen us, like well, if if they've encountered us, there's so many different variables that go into it. Well, what I was going to finish my thought was um, with was. Uh, what if, you know, they evolved in a different way where, you know, our sense, but what I'm getting at is our senses mean everything to our evolution and what we had to find is to survive. Right. And that's our six senses or whatever. And there, you know, people contemplate that there's other senses and there's other dimensions that are going on like this. Yeah, this is all Carl Sagan shit. There's, I love it. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's theories that there is um an exact like there's uh you ever heard there's a there's a theory on di- for, there's four dimensions right and there's two there it's an x think of a big x and we're in one corner of the x right and then there's other there's three other corners and we're in the corner where nothing can move faster than the speed of light and everything moves forward in time go to the other side of the x and that side is it's it shares the fact that nothing mm-hmm. can accelerate at the speed of light with mass but it actually in time goes in reverse. And then if you go on the other two sides, that is um, everything goes, everything is um, inverted. Everything in, in time goes backwards. And mm-hmm. there's, um, but the difference is that nothing can go, cause there's, you know, there's an equal balance. You know, they say there's an equal balance. Like there's an inverted, yeah. there's an, in the other end of like, think of the universe that we understand that we're in is one side of a seesaw. There's another part of that seesaw that's balancing us. That's you know that's that's balancing what we're doing. Just it's far the Inverted, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the exact inverted version of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so you know when you start talking about that kind of shit, like I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but what I do believe is that there's far more um, to experience. There's far more to the essence of space. That it's not even space. It's just, there's there are there is there are things that we may not conceive that could be right you know in a weird way could be right in yeah. front of us so what yeah. if it's so, what if it's those what if they evolved in something where it's just totally like they didn't they didn't need water they didn't need light they used well, some other shit a, and they using your analogy of an x i can yeah. describe it exactly what i'm talking about and they so. could be right in front of us and we just fail to perceive them because our perception their perce- you know what they're what they're perceiving in the plane that they're existing on is important to their evolution and ours yeah. is just you know we can't see it because it doesn't mean shit we never had to so here's here's my perfect explanation to what you're saying or uh the way we can connect our thoughts is you said an x like a flat x mm-hmm. two-dimensional x right mm-hmm. so imagine there's somebody who only knows about two dimensions an organism that only knows two dimensions mm-hmm. left and right Right, they can see things go away. They can see things come and forward. They do and they exist. Go left there right. are organisms that do oh, exist yeah. on Earth like that. Now imagine uh, that you're a three-dimensional being, and imagine you're, that there's this flat plane of an X, and then you, as a three three-dimensional being, walk into this X and then walk right out of it. That to them is like, what the hell was that? That came in from nowhere and then disappeared into nowhere. So you're, you're looking at the uh, point of view of a two-dimensional being, right? Mm-hmm. That sees two dimensions. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think about it like that, you and I and human beings, we live in a 3D environment that we can interact with. Yeah. But it's because we we see in two dimensions. We have two eyes. We have depth perception. Everything else is shadows. Our brain turns it into shapes. We were built that way. We're only seeing one image and we perceive distance. So just like the one-dimensional being perceives two dimensions, mm-hmm. we are a 2D being perceiving three, uh, 3D images. Now imagine, suspend your disbelief, and imagine that you're an alien that is living in three dimensions, and you can see four dimensions. That right. means <clears throat> just as we can perceive ourselves in this 3D space, they can perceive themselves in a 4D space, the fourth dimension being time. Yeah. That I'm is out. my, that is my big way of saying it. So just I, to, to I tie agree. it into my time yeah. travel thing, these guys, they look like walking across a room. They look at like walking across, you know, a million years for fun. Right. 
I think it's, think about. yeah, it is. It's kind of, um, we do it with, you know, we do it with fucking ants, you know, and it's just because we once again, the reason we have our perceptions again is because in three dimensions, we have our three dimensions because we need, you know, that's, that became our food source. That was our mm-hmm. niche. And, um, you know, there, there's, there's gotta be more out there that's just useless to us because we yeah. never evolved to need those things in that plane. And I think it's really cool to think about, you know, time is a thing that we can talk about that we do somewhat understand. But we kind of don't understand, you know, relativity and stuff like mm-hmm. that is because, you know, one, all minutes are not created equal, you know, just from the simple oh, yeah. fact of every minute that you live is becomes a smaller percentage of your life. So, like, if you lived for 10 minutes, one minute is 10% of your life. When you're a yeah. kid, you're, like, waiting for Christmas. It feels like it fucking never comes. <laughs> That's true. You know? And then all of a sudden, you're fucking, you get older, and it's like, man, it's Christmas again. Jesus Christ. This is, yeah. like, this shit just goes by. And every every second, so, you know, every second is an incre- is a, is a, is a exponentially smaller part of your existence from that. And that's just, like, one basic understanding. So, yeah. if you were to, if you were to think about that just... Just knowing that there is that that is something we almost can't comprehend. There's other, you know, people theorize that animals experience time. Some animals experience time in a completely different way than we do, and perceive and and, and, and deal with it in a different way. But uh, we deal with it in a way that makes sense to us. What if there's just something even far beyond? Like, what if it's just totally? What if it's something that's completely out of almost completely out of our plane of even comprehension, and 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 we can't even fathom? Like, we don't even have the words to describe what this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you've heard scientists say there's 24 dimensions, you know? Yeah, what I if saw that video. It's what insane. if, dude, what if, what if they're in the 17th dimension? You know, like you're, you're not gonna, you don't know what that is. You don't know what they're, you do that. That's just, like I said, they could be right in front of us. They could be doing yeah. some shit to us right now. And we wouldn't even, or, you know, existing amongst us right now. And we just don't possess the capabilities to perceive their existence. And it's, it's some, it's even further than time. It could be some other shit that we don't even fucking understand. Wait, so let me get your opinion on modern-day UFOs, then. What, what do you think is currently happening? I think you notice that a lot of UFO sightings or whatever, there's, it's increased with atomic weapons. And, um, I think that if, if, if you think about it, try to think about it from their perspective, and it's a hard thing to do, but if you think about it from their perspective, what's, you know, what would be of interest? What would be of, if you were, if you, if you were an alien and you heard about earth or you were aware of earth's existence, like what would show up on your radar from as far away as they come from? It would be nuclear weapons, you know, in my opinion, uranium, you know, enriching uranium and, um, you know, the atom bomb and the hydrogen bomb mm-hmm. and, um, atomic bombs in general. So well, what would I you think about the fact that maybe it's just like, uh, interdimensional tourism i think it's possible i don't see the i couldn't i once again it's so far away from my i can't put myself in those shoes i think that's possible i think i mean we go to zoos yeah but we don't but we don't you don't go to um you don't go to fucking cambodia you know to look at the different people i don't think that it's the, i don't think we're that interesting i think well i think some things of us are interesting and i think what might be interesting and maybe it's the maybe that is the the observation that they're making you know if they're just visiting to just just see well, us Well, imagine and, if that uh, if the universe is like uh, just colonized everywhere and like a million years in the future there's this planet that's that's like do you want to see what it's like to see humans in the year 2020 Perhaps. Pay 15 gleons and get on this shit. We'll yeah, see what perhaps. Happens. Perhaps. But I think for some reason there seems to be this interest. They seem to have an interest in our weapons. And I think they're like, think... fuck with it. So they, they did, uh, uh, you probably heard the story too. They fl- flew down to the nuclear arsenal. They armed all the nuclear weapons and then flew away. Yeah, the Russian thing. Fucking insane. Yeah, and I think, um, I think that they're, I think if anything, my theory is they may be concerned about them. They may be concerned about our, you know, one thing that you, one thing that humans, you know, once again, it goes back to our nature is this, the war. And that's, if you look at uh, technology, the cutting edge of all of our technology is all based in war. Oh yeah. And um, that's where everything, GPS, fucking everything comes from cell phones. All that shit was originally used as, you know, ways to 
uh, win in war. And um, well, what's crazy is uh, the video that we're talking about was made in 2004, speaking about technology. Yeah. And I thought about what I was doing in 2004. I was working at a camera shop, and I, I ran a camera lab. Like we were developing film. Developing film, yeah. And these cameras could track pixels from twenty thousand yards away. It's unbelievable. And it's not even impressive. That's what we had. Well, but um, but it was impressive. Yeah, definitely. Um, what I was, what I'm getting at is that I think that I, they may have evolved differently. Where we have this need for, like, we just have this. I think there will all, you know, this is kind of philosophical, but I just think human, as long as there's human beings, there will always be war. So we just have this um, animal instinct to be territorial on some level, and we're just mm-hmm. always going to have that. And that's going to, that has been, you know, butter knives. That comes from war. The reason you spread, but all this shit comes from war. And, oh, even the um, serrated knife? Serrated knife is, uh, yeah, that's. It's really interesting if you ever look at the history of like silverware and stuff, you know, knives a long time ago were like, that was the most vicious weapon that people had. And they could, they, oh, you weren't so even that. allowed to have like in the middle ages, maybe even before the middle ages, there were civilizations that did not allow sharp knives as cutlery. And, um, that's crazy, man. But anyway, um, I, just the whole thing is like, you know, once again, if they evolved in a different way, and they never, you know, theoretically for us to make it a million years, we'll probably, we probably aren't just because of our capacity to fight yeah. each other. And if there is super advanced animal, you know, beings that can come this far, they had to have achieved world peace. Maybe they had it. Maybe they just never had that capacity for war and they evolved, you know, they evolved peacefully in a different way. It's not great. It's not a crazy Statistically, it's a likely it's a likelihood in the universe somewhere out there. Yeah, but I mean, you look at the animal kingdom, though. It's still, I mean, on a much stranger and more narrow scale, it's more or less about war. Who's going to kill who? Yeah, first true, but that's can... just what. Once again, we're just trying to apply the logic that we know and understand, and that's right. what we know and understand. And they may that that's may true. be foreign to them. That idea of like, why are they killing each other? That may be just so fascinating to them, and. You know, for there's, so there's a convergence of two things. There's the fact that we do have some serious technology when it comes an advance an advancement when it comes to this war stuff, and the fact that we have this capacity for war. So and that's what happens when you create the fucking atom bomb. You know. Oh yeah, really um, good attention. Yeah, that's that's what might have caught the attention of these beings, and they may. And I I think that a plausible theory is that they're concerned with you know, what we could end up doing to our planet or to the universe or to whatever, to the solar system. I don't know. We might, we might be on a very, it's kind of like the drug addict teenager doesn't realize they're a drug addict. And the parents are like, yeah, we got to intervene here. Like this isn't the way you're not going to last. You're going to be on fucking, you're going to be dead. Go down this road. And maybe they're, maybe they, and you know, maybe they are doing their best to communicate to us as best as they can. And they just, you know, they can't quite cross, cross over that whatever, but maybe, you know, maybe they're in some way they're trying to say like, yeah, you got to chill with this shit because right. you're not going to let, you're not going to last. So that's just, you know, I think at this point, if there, if there were to be a nuclear war right now, we could kill from a thing I saw recently, we could kill, um, Okay, if if um, let's say the United States decided to send nukes to Russia, right? Russia mm-hmm. sees them on their radar, they send them back. Everybody else gets involved. Chain reaction starts. We're at the point now where we have the weapons to basically wipe out um, half of the world's population by ten. Th- let's say we started at eight a.m. By ten thirty in the morning, half the human half of oh, the humans shit. on this planet could be gone, and mil- you know billions and millions of animals and we're at that point i mean even the you know the the most primitive the um the hydrogen bomb and the uranium bomb or plutonium bomb whatever the fuck it's called big fat one and little one and fat man those did even those there was a nuclear storm cloud that went around the world for like 10 years after that and, um, oh, it circled, yeah. Yeah, and that's like the most like we have fucking so much more advanced well, shit now that is uh, even more fucked up, more sinister, more fucked up, more vicious, more quick. 
Like you know, have the you ever have you ever seen or uh, watched the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yeah, it was very. I read it and it was an amazing book as a kid. Yeah. And then so, I watched the movie and it was a huge disappointment. I have come to like <laughs> it, it a little bit better. I've watched it again, but I think it's, it was. It's, I it's was good. so disappointed that but, initial time because it didn't live up but, to the book. But go ahead. Yeah, but back to your point about do they like are they trying to save us? So do you remember the restaurant at the end of the universe uh, in the book? I can't remember any of it. So, so the only the only point I bring the only reason I bring this up is because you hear the restaurant at the end of the universe, and that's where they all go to eat the best dinner in the world. You, you're going to have the best dinner in the universe, basically, and it costs a lot of money to get out. Yeah, there. okay, right. And you think it's at the end of the universe, uh, like geographically. And then they, he gets there, and they're like, "No, it's not. It's not the e- end of the physical universe. You're going to witness." the end of the universe. You just got to look out your window. Right. And then once you're done your dinner, we're going to send you back. So that was really eye-opening to me because that made me think, aliens don't want to prevent war. You know, they, like, if you're millions, billions of years in the future, do you think that, the, and you look at that scale of how far we can possibly get, do you really think aliens are going to worry about saving human beings? Once. They're going to be like, fuck no, let's go, dude. Let's see what started it all. Let's yeah, go. that's History. a good. Yeah, that's a good possibility. But I think, I think you're still thinking in that plane of they're far away or they're from the future. What if there's another possibility too? Is like, what if they're right amongst us? And what you know, when you start fucking that. around, when you start fucking around with fucking uh, passing, uh, you know, enriching uranium and passing these molecules mm-hmm. through, and you know, dude, that's some crazy shit. Like down to molecular like that. No, but here's oh man, so. I love that. I got to check it out. But the thing is, what if those things are, what if they aren't, what if they're fucking with them in that alternate plane and we just don't realize it? It's like, you know, when, Ugh. when people first started smoking, doctors recommended the shit. They didn't realize it was yep. also killing people. What if we're doing the same thing with those bombs? There could, they could literally be our neighbors and we just don't perceive them. And those bombs are fucking with them. You know, mm. that's a possibility. Uh, 100%. Yeah, I dig it. So I don't know. You got to, I love, I, I, you know, one of the things I think that, that attracts me to this is it constantly forces you to open your mind up to, to oh, yeah. unnatural to possibilities. Unknown. And it's a good exercise, I think, to do because it, it, it allows you in the real world to apply this to, like, normal things, you know? like when yeah, you're thinking, realize the scale of your problems. Yeah, the- yeah. when you're just like, you know, well, let me take a step outside of the box. Let me look mm-hmm. at it from their perspective. Let me try and do this from a different approach. It's a, it's a healthy way, you know, it's a healthy uh, problem, abstract problems to, to, to exercise with, if you will. And then yeah. game time is, you know, normal real life where you can have a more open mind and, you know, be patient with people and, you know, realize too, that like, we're not going to make it if we have, the, if, we're, <laughs> if we're fucked up to each other, we're just not going to make sound it. Like, sound like a libtard, dude. Ah, uh, I'm not a libtard, but, um, Whatever you call me that, but I think I just. <laughs> but I think you're right. So I'll I'll end it with saying something Joe Rogan said that caught my mind a long time ago before the podcast. He 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 used to say like you know there's a lot to know about the world and uh, we can look around us and even go to the ocean and look down and and study that. He said, but not enough people look up and say, what the fuck is that? And that's what got me saying like you know what we don't know, and that's the last frontier, and that's why I'm just gonna be obsessed with it forever yeah i agree and i mean i, I almost you know are we ready to know like we can't even no we're not. we can't deal with regular we can't deal with traffic um <laughs> what, what what if what if we came to turn like what if we had to come to terms with the fact that we're some kind of fucking experiment or we're some uh, you know we're in some glass that people are looking at like that's yeah how brutal! How how this brutal! Yeah, they found a, a cure for this disease, and millions of people will refuse to take it this well, week on Earth. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> oh, it's like that South Park episode. Yes, exactly. Everything's like that South the Park. Ge- the, not the Gilgamesh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I the, I always keep thinking about the time traveling Swahili African dudes <laughs> that kept showing up, and then they had to have that big gay sex pile to end human. Yeah. That was the uh, yeah the goobacks. I've never talked. Yeah, that's an old episode. Back in the pile. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Any uh, any final thoughts? Do you well, want to one on? thing I'll say, just you know, kind of goes to your point about the whole time theory is look how quick this hour went. You know, like we're far beyond an hour. 
And sure. um, that's crazy. Really? When I looked at that time, I was like, "Geez, it's already midnight," mm-hmm. and um, it's just goes East to Coast. show there's parts of things. Yeah, there's for the, yeah for all those global the listeners. West Coast, yeah. um, this is like just proof that there's so much more that we are not aware of. And yeah, um, and, uh, yeah that's about. I all like I'm talking about this with you. It's fun. Yeah, it it it's, it's, it is interesting. It's fun. It feels like we didn't even get started yet, but um, it, it's <laughs> it's it's interesting shit, you know. Um, next week, uh, there's. I wanted to talk about this tonight, but I re- I knew we would go way too long about it. And that's mm-hmm. fine. But next week, I want to talk about um, a possible serial killer in Philadelphia nice. that nobody's talking about. Thank God he's over there. Three dead bodies and uh, all disposed of the same way, and nobody knows who's doing it. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, what what you're doing is, just so people know, this is a sign of superior production value where we're teasing <laughs> teasing the next episode because we're trying to get you hooked. Like yeah, to a, get more... <laughs> like a drug. And next thing you know, we'll right. be... We'll be uh, signing hundred million dollar deals with uh, Spotify, Spotify, and yeah. um, and we'll be uh, eating virgin slaves and mm-hmm. um, you know all that other yep. all that other good shit. And I look forward to it. I look, Definitely. look forward oh, to talking I, about it. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant uh, being rich and eating people, eating children. <laughs> That's what I meant too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your time. All right, Thank let's, you. Let's. I can't wait to just do this again. I guess. Same. Bye-bye. See ya.